Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 758, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. Just text Vicki, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package. So contact one of us today. So listeners, I know that we can book vacations everywhere. I don't know if you all know that. We've been speaking about it. Um, But the story today ties two fan favorite parks in Orlando together. And that is Walt Disney World and Universal Studios, which, by the way, we can book for. Um, but according to this news and a financial report, Universal Studios really wasn't competing well with Disney World until they built the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which I got to say, I don't know that I saw as much advertising until they built the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But since it's opened, uh, it's grown in popularity, which we all know because that's where our clients call us to go see Harry Potter most of the time. Mm-hmm. And while we all still love Disney very much, we are intrigued with Universal Studios. So this weekend, Stephanie and I were interviewing uh, one of her clients on a trip report, and he gave us some more interesting, exciting information to look into. And that was that Universal is in the process of building its third park in Orlando. And it sounded cool. I know. So you know that we try to bring you the latest news and rumors. So this is probably the most exciting rumor that we've had in a long time. And I'm going to let Steph expound on it. So last week at D23, Josh tomorrow talked about a major expansion at Disney World Magic Kingdom that involved Coco Land and Kanto Land and a villain land. Well, the rumors are flying that Disney is scared because Universal is building that third park that Vicky is speaking of. Disney likes having the upper hand on family vacations and a third park would give Universal the opportunity to keep their loyal guests returning to them year after year. The new Universal Park will have a Nintendo Land that's filled with Mario fun, a How to Train Your Dragon Land, and so much more. So the rumors say that that Encanto and Coco Land are supposed to kind of compete with the How to Train Your Dragon Land and the uh, Nintendo Land, and that the Villains Land would mimic the area at Universal that has Frankenstein, the Mummy, Dracula, and the Wolfman. Disney fans are sad because the Disney company isn't listening to the consumers, and they're just driven by competition to be number one. So do you think this land will really help? No. What's going to help is if they lower the prices. That's the issue right there, is that more people are getting quotes for finding how expensive Disney is and then getting quotes for Universal, which they can afford. That's go Gina right there. <laughs> well, and I'm just saying this because I've had, had a ton of plans. I, I'm a huge Disney person. Come on, we all know this. Disney is my go-to, but I'm having a hard time selling it to my clients that really want to go but then when they see the price tag they're like oh you know especially when there's no dining plan right now you know 
just different things that are going on. And I just told Vicky before we jumped on here, I love Disney, but I'm having a hard time right now. Well, so many people ask me, are you going to the Halloween party? And I was like, no, nope. <laughs> why not? I go, it costs more for me to go to the Halloween party than it does for me to get a ticket. Right. So it's, my kids aren't going, if my kids were going, maybe, but like, I'm not going to go around and trick or treat. Like, right. <laughs> no, thank Come you. On, Steph. We did it one year and it was not like, I mean, it was great. It just wasn't, I guess, wasn't what my kids expected. But then again, it was the day that we just got off the cruise ship. So I think they were kind of tired and I probably shouldn't have done it that day, but they didn't even go trick or treating. They didn't even go get the candy. They just kind of wanted to ride rides and eat and then go back to the resort and swim. So it was kind of a waste of money. <laughs> but that was before it was so expensive. I think I paid $80 per person for them then. And that's worth it. But at the price it is right now, nah, mm-hmm. maybe not. Now we did buy tickets for the Christmas party, which I know is later in on the segment and we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're going to talk about it all, guys. We're talking about it all. Now, I will say, I am like, if they were to do any of these rumors, I would be excited about each of them. I really would. Like, in no, a Land, Coco Land, like, even Universal, like, Nintendo. And this all sounds great. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. Please, please, please don't come at me with hate mail. Um, <laughs> I just, it's not something I know a lot about. So if they had some other things as well that were well done, like like the Harry Potter areas are, then that would twist my arm. I'd be more inclined to go. I've just stuck to Disney, even though it is hurting my pocketbook. <laughs> I've stuck to Disney because my children are younger and it does really well for young kids. Like they do great with young children. I feel like in Universal is just a little bit older. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My kids would still rather go to Disney than Universal. Still? Yep. But Disney needs to start listening to the consumers, and that's what they're not doing, unfortunately. Well, they're pricing out the middle class. They've been doing it for a while, and they're not it's stopping. It's just getting worse. And the thing is, is they can, because it's still sold out. Like, the Halloween party's still sold out. Right. So they are learning that they can go ahead and keep pricing us out. Somebody's going to buy it. Yeah. All right, Gina gets to do fun stuff. Yay. So it's my turn to do this Say It Isn't So. So recently a guest was spotted climbing the castle at nighttime. Somehow the man slipped through the barriers and began to scale the Cinderella castle. A TikTok user named at Karen Summerton took a video of the man climbing the castle. Some guests thought it was a cast member, maybe even a pyrotechnic employee, but the man was wearing shorts and that looked more like street clothes than anything than an employee. Also, Disney doesn't have cast members that climb around on the castle while the fireworks are going off. So Disney security got the man and escorted him from the castle. No further update was found, but... We're guessing at the very least that they threw the man out of the park and he's probably not allowed back, ever. Uh, Of course not, if he was scaling the castle. Why? I I just wonder what people are thinking. (laughs) Was it a TikTok challenge? (laughs) Uh, No, not that I I heard of. I'm just just saying. You know the TikTok challenge that I don't want to hear about anymore is the dumb tortilla slapping challenge to see how hard you can slap somebody with a tortilla. 
Oh my God. And so we have these kids at school. Yeah. It's not tortillas. We have these little dots that they want us to use for parent pickup. And I look over and two kindergartners are slapping each other with these dots. And I'm like, who keeps putting these dots out? And they're like, we were just doing the TikTok challenge. Oh gosh. And how do kindergartners know what a TikTok challenge is? I don't know, but they weren't tortillas. I'm like, these are plastic. They're going to hurt you. Although somebody said that their brother slapped them with a tortilla and it hurts really bad if you do it right. And I was like, I don't want to know how. <laughs> Great. And I just bought some. I have a for my children. <laughs> <laughs> if you do take a video, so maybe you can make some money off of it. <laughs> uh, as we've known for a while, travel is back up and running in full force. People are tired of not vacationing and being cooped up in their homes. So that being said, the return of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party was apparently more welcomed than Disney even expected. And as of last week, so we're talking September, people. Last week, the beginning of September, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Parties were completely sold out. And so because of this, uh, Disney has changed their operational hours, which we will benefit from when we're there. the park will now open Magic Kingdom at 8 a.m. on the days of Mickey's Not So Scary hmm. Halloween parties because it has to close to non-attending Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween people at 6 o'clock. So you'll have from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. instead of 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Keeping in mind that the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party guests are allowed to enter the parks at 4 p.m. Uh, but you do want to check to make sure you know the Magic Kingdom schedule if you're visiting any time from now until October 31st, because we all know Disney likes to change things up a little bit. Yes, they do. It's just a good idea to check that schedule because remember, you'll be kicked out of the park and you'll be able to see fireworks. So I think that's sometimes what people don't realize is you won't get the full Magic Kingdom experience if you are there on a day that the party is and you don't have park hopper tickets. If you have park hopper tickets, start your day there by all means, because the park is going to be less busy. Yes. Yep. But otherwise, nope. That's a nope. Check the schedule. Um, and I just can't believe that it's totally sold out. I know. It's crazy, right? It happened fast because it was like, oh, nobody's nobody's getting it. And then all of a sudden, everybody got it. And there's no resorts available either. If yes. you look at it, oh. it's insane. All the way through November. I know. But the wait times still aren't bad. Uh-huh. Like right now, I don't know what's going on. I like, I've been checking. I feel like some of the resorts still are not open to full capacity because of issues with hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that some resorts, not Disney necessarily, but this could be them too. They sell out certain floors and then they leave the other floors so that they have time to clean them. Do you know what I mean? Like, so they don't. Mm -hmm. Like they layer them. Yeah. They're calling it sold out, but that gives them more time for their housekeeping or excuse me, mousekeeping to clean. And, um, that makes more sense to me because I'm with Stephanie. I think it's awful weird that the wait times have still been relatively, low. yeah. I hope they're still as low as they are when we're there. From your mouth to God's ears, for sure. <laughs> hmm Okay, so if your children were toddlers in kindergarten, uh, were anywhere from toddler to kindergarten age, between 1997 to 2006, you may remember the amazing Disney show, The Bear in the Big Blue House. Vicky's children, Kaylee and Joey, used to watch this show all the time and they were excited to hear this news. Well, beginning October 19th, The Bear and the Big Blue House is going to be 
you guessed it, on Disney+. Plus. Whether you want to relive a fond memory like Vicky and her family are going to be doing, or you just want to introduce a new generation to this classic Disney Channel show, you should watch The Bear in the Big Blue House. This family-friendly show is about a bear and his friends as they go through life and they deal with real-life situations throughout it. So remember that date was October 19th. Mark your calendar and watch that one. I loved that show. I used to watch it with Jenny when Jenny was really little. Andrew was still a baby, but I don't think he remembers it, but I remember sitting and watching it with Jen. My kids, you would have thought they were little kids again. And they want your kids to watch it, Stephanie, because they think they will like it. It's a cute okay. show. It's very cute. Yeah, it is cute. It's got some cute jazzy music, too. All right. Well, we will make sure that October 19th, we're going to start watching it. I'm telling you, I watched that Doug Day, um, the Doug Days that yeah. Brandy suggested, and my kids loved it. So I like having suggestions. So bring them on. For sure. So this is kind of sad for me. We were just talking about this, but uh, if you're hoping for the return of the Disney dining plan, you're likely to be disappointed. We have been waiting and waiting for the return. And last year we were told that it would be back sometime in 2022. And that has not happened. Well, we are further and further from this and Disney has been completely tight-lipped about it, not saying a word. And while many fans were hoping for an update at D23 Expo in Anaheim this past weekend, Disney remained silent on the offering's future. As a matter of fact, Disney never even made mention of its return or any plans for it to be offered in the near future. The lack of Disney dining talk at D23 leads leads fans to believe that the well-loved Disney dining plan will not be returning. That is sad. And again, that's kind of a rumor. We don't know for sure. Right. It just leaves us to believe like, um, I know some of us probably used it more to the fullest than others, but there are a lot of people that just don't understand how it works and they they just do like quick serve. They don't even know that they can get table service with that. And I don't know, it just makes me sad. I don't get it either. I just don't get why they aren't bringing it back. And maybe because of the situation right now with all of the dining hoarding that's going on. Okay, well, but they, they, can, they can put a stop to that. They could also very easily implement a callback for like Disney Cruise Line, but they don't. I mean, how long did it take them to get it for Disney World? And they only half time, half of the time allow you to make a callback. Like they have the ability, they just don't care to. So it's confusing to me. I don't get it. I know we're Debbie Downers. <laughs> I know. But it's so frustrating. Well, I was telling my family and I told Stephanie that one of my clients I got them the stuff that I could get them, but then they went on and um, and I told them we're on a waiting list with whichever one of those things you guys recommended to me. And um, apparently they joined one of their own. Well, when I went to do their itinerary for them, they had six or seven reservations a day. And I said, so do you know which one of these you wanna use? And he goes, I just figured we decide more than 24 hours in advance. And I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, so you're holding out this. And so my family was all like, well, this is Disney's fault. This is really not theirs. They feel like they have to hoard it because they're not given the opportunity. I'm like, oh, brother, here we go. <laughs> but I, I did. I typed them all into the itinerary and I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, at one day, um, there were two reservations for Tusker House. One was 
in breakfast and one was at lunch. And I was like, why? why? Somebody's missing out. I can't get Ohana for Amy's birthday for breakfast. I wanted to get Steakhouse 71 for dinner because we're going to do breakfast the day before and then do dinner on her birthday. And I wanted Steakhouse 71 and I can't, can't get it. Did you put it in the little system to see? I did. And I keep checking back daily just to see if I can, you know, grab something. I think you probably will. I hope. Foolish mortals awaiting the new Haunted Mansion movie will have to wait a little bit longer. The new film has aligned a star-studded cast, including Tiffany Haddish from The Secret Life of Pets and The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Owen Wilson from Cars, Marley and Me, and Night at the Museum, Rosario Dawson from Rent, the Lego Batman movie. Wow, those are some lineups. Danny (laughs) DeVito from Matilda and Twins and Dumbo and Lakeith. Stanfield from Get Out, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Mandalorian. Haunted Mansion is being directed by Justin Simeon, both Dan Lin and Jonathan Elrich, who you may know as the duo behind Disney's live action Aladdin and the upcoming Lilo and Stitch remake, are producing the live action Haunted Mansion film under their Ride Back production banner. However, it seems Disney fans will have to wait a little longer for the film to materialize. Oh. I need to talk like that little man to materialize. (laughs) According to reports from Variety, the film has been pushed back to release date of August 11th, 2023, instead of the original date we were given, which was March 10th, 2023. They're not telling us what the reason is for the delay. That's okay. I would rather it be in August because then it's like a Halloween. True. Way to put the positive spin on it, Gina. Right. Time for us to get in the positive uh, spirit. Well, until I say the next, say it isn't so. (laughs) Say it isn't so. Number two. Here we go. So Disney donates the change it's seen on It's a Small World each year. Um, But it's not the only attraction that they uh, also donate the, the change to. So there's other areas that change can be spotted. One of the more notable is Snow White's Enchanted Wish, which is located in Fantasyland at Disneyland Park. Well, recently, guests spotted more than just spare change on this attraction. While in the line queue, the Disney Park guests saw a $100 bill, so they elected to go to great lengths to try and retrieve it. We often see spare change spread throughout a Disney ride, but not a $100 bill. It's a little bit less common. I don't know, this say it isn't so, mm, I mean, I wouldn't go like into a fountain where I knew the money would be donated. That would be wrong, but like mm, $100 after spending all that money on on your Disney tickets, it would be hard to just let it sit there. They created a fishing pole. I'm sorry I didn't put that on there. But they made like a fishing pole to try to catch it. Oh my God. How did they even make a fishing pole? I have no idea. People are very creative. We're going to go positive here. They're creative. They probably ripped a branch off of a tree that they weren't supposed to be touching. And I don't know what they did. But yeah, they were trying to fish it out of the wishing well. That's funny though. So leave it, like you said, leave it in there. It's going to be donated. I mean, it doesn't sound like somebody just lost it and no. just so happened to float into one of the wells. Right. Like, no, somebody put that in there because it's going to be donated to charity. Or somebody put it in there because they wanted to see if later somebody did something crazy for it. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So 
last weekend at G23, many announcements were made about additions, refurbishments, new movies, a new Disney intro to their movies, and more. The one thing guests didn't hear about was any refurbishments or additions to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studio. Star Wars fans felt like they were let down. And yes, they have this immersive land to experience that too, but Disney made them feel like there would be more and more growth to this franchise than what has already been placed. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think that they're gonna add more Star Wars that they should have announced something more? Or I think they've got too many projects right now that they just don't have time to add it in yet. Well, they've been working on Tron for five years, so I don't know. I mean, I I understand I'm not a Star Wars fan, so it's easy for me to say that. However, that's pretty immersive land over there. It's not like they got nothing. And they really have more than that. They have that. They have Star Tours. I realize most people have rode that. And they have Launch Bay. That's more than some people have. And I feel like they already... They already have that crowd. Like, sorry, we got you already. We're not doing any more. And they have the Star Cruiser. And yeah. if you're a huge Star Wars fan, you have Star Cruiser if you can afford to go. How has that been doing? I was going to say, I do feel like that has completely dropped off social media. It has. I think it was when it first opened, it was great. There's all this hype about it. I mean, I've seen, you know, the, the vloggers doing their thing there, but. Now, I think it's just kind of me. Well, I wonder too if that's why they're not doing anything else. Like they've, they invested all that money there and now they're like, ooh, (laughs) that didn't go over the way that we thought it would. I don't know. They're gonna have to charge a daily admission just to get in that resort. Well, I think they should be able to open it up for day guests or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. To play along. Or make it more affordable. I don't think they can because of how much they put out. Yeah. But if they did a daily rate, like they could have some like downtime where it's just like, and every Tuesday they're not having new guests. It's just open for a day ticket to go visit and do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They could at least get some of their money back. And they listened to us about the uh, Zootopia. Zootopia. (laughs) Maybe they'll listen to us about this. That would be great. If they listen to us all the time, that'd be fantastic. So at D23, we heard some news about some long-awaited Disney movies that we've all been hoping or wanting to watch with our families. The live-action prequel to The Lion King, Mufasa, will come to theaters in July of 2024. The live-action Little Mermaid movie, we talked about last week that there was a little clip that's out now for if you want a teaser. It's going to be released into theaters on May 24th of 2023. Inside Out 2 was announced that it was really coming into fruition and it's going to be released June 14th, 2024. And the live action Snow White movie, which I don't know where I've been. I did not realize we were doing one of those. They'll be released March 22nd, 2024. While we know there will be others released, these are the movies that Disney, I guess, thinks is going to be the money maker. So they're the ones we heard the most about but I'm sure more will be released to them. I know there was the one movie that's kind of out called Wish for the 100th anniversary for sure. I cannot wait until Inside Out too. Inside Out is one of my favorite movies. All of these sound fantastic to me. I'm so excited for all of them. I'm even excited about The Little Mermaid. That's one of my favorite, you know, originals. 
what I saw was really cool. And that's usually how it's been is I'm like, I have to see it to believe it or kind of thing. And every time I've been pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah, I haven't been upset about any of the live actions. I've I've loved them all. Yeah, me too. And Little Mermaid's one of my favorite movies. Lion King, I don't know how they're going to do it, but oh, that's okay. Um, well, I guess they did the... This one's different because this one's the one with Scar, right? This is Muf- Oh, this is Mufasa. This is the prequel. prequel. By mm-hmm. the way, did you know that Scar has another name? Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I knew it. So, yeah, that was one of our Disney trivia questions the other night. And Disney. what is it? Taka. Taka. T-A-K-A. Did you get it? That's why I didn't remember No, it. I did not because I did it. <laughs> Because Kaylee's like, well, he got the scar. That's how he got his name. But we didn't know the name to get it right. We only missed a few Disney questions. The thing that killed us was Star Wars. Hmm. Yeah. There wasn't anybody at our table that was a ringer for that. Hmm. And and we couldn't phone a friend or I could have phoned some people that I knew did know. Right, right. All right. Let's talk about our favorite person, Bob <laughs> Shapik. We all know that he replaced Bob Iger, but we didn't expect him to make such price increases so quickly as we often talk about. Um, he definitely didn't, um, we just, it, it's kind of shocking. Nobody thought he was gonna increase the prices of Disney Plus in such succession, and here we go. <laughs> At the moment, Disney Plus already plans to introduce their ad tier subscription in December with a price rise due to inflation. Of course, that's the excuse that they're giving here. While fans can understand this move, Chapek believes that the prices Disney is charging to fans are simply just too cheap. And we know him, he does not like cheap. Now that Disney has been out for almost three years and has a plethora of content for all audiences, the streaming service might become more expensive. Chapek shared in an interview with Variety how he thinks Disney Plus should be more expensive based on the quality content they provide. I think we're way underpriced relative to the value we provide. On top of this, JPEG shared that he believes their current plan will help uh, help the company reach its subscription goal. This just puts wind in our sails to achieve the uh, projected Disney Plus subscriber numbers that we stated. Um, JPEG said as of July 2nd, Disney Plus has over 20, uh, 221 million subscribers and plans to reach 245 um, million subscribers by the end of 2024. As a huge bundle, Disney Plus could then easily charge more to subscribers, which will be hard for some fans who are only interested in a select few shows on Disney Plus. Chapek truly believes this can be done very soon so family shouldn't be surprised if another price change is announced in a few months thank you mr paycheck for gouging people while they're already struggling you know all that inflation stuff you're talking about it's hitting everybody hard especially when we go to the grocery store so uh kick us while we're down why don't you if you don't want to be labeled as a bean counter then maybe think about the middle class families that need disney plus in their lives so they can have a good quality family entertainment and stop increasing the prices when we're already struggling. Yeah. Where does he get off saying that, oh, a price increase will actually be better for us. I think we'll get more 
I don't think, I think they're gonna get less. I, I think people are gonna cancel their subscriptions. It's the dumbest thing he could say. You'll get more money, but you are not getting more subscribers. No. There will be lots of people who cancel. Anybody that is going to get, that's going to subscribe has already subscribed. Right. And we've kind of seen that because they haven't been getting a ton of new subscribers recently. Right. They just had that $1.99 sale for the first month, but I don't think it, I don't think it went over as well as they thought it would. I will say, um, not that I want him to hear this, but that is one nice thing that we've been given as Disney Plus uh, customers is it seems that the sales have run either for uh, past people, DVC people, or Magic um, Disney Plus customers. I agree. I haven't seen anything for just the regular customer off the street. Yeah, but I think that that's because they aren't getting the new subscribers to Disney Plus. So when they offer something, they're like, well, now you have to sign up for Disney Plus if you want to get this deal. Because how easy is it to go ahead and just quickly sign up and then say, here's my email address, I signed up. So I feel like it's kind of intentional. But then here's my question is if, is if people are doing that with this deal, if they are subscribing to it, are they waiting till after their truck and then canceling service? Possibly. I mean, that's kind of defeating a purpose. Yeah, but it's just like anything that offers a month free. You get so many people who do that month free trial and then forget to cancel. Right. So that's probably what they're banking on. Or they become addicted to some show and they're like, now I want this and it's hard for me to cancel it because mm-hmm. I like it. So get them hooked. All right, well, let's move on to some happy news. <laughs> <laughs> so last month we shared the character dining that was returning to many restaurants at Disney World. Well, this past week, Winnie the Pooh and his friends have returned to the Crystal Palace, um, which is near the hub diagonally from the castle. Um, yesterday, which was Tuesday, September 20th, um, it returned for dinner. And reservations open up tomorrow, September 22nd, for Breakfast with Pooh and Friends, which begins on Tuesday, October 25th. Character dining at the Crystal Palace typically includes Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet. Occasionally, a rabbit makes a rare appearance, but if your family enjoys Christopher Robin and his friends, you will want to make a reservation for your next visit at the Magic Kingdom. Okay, what was that date again? October 25th. Awesome. Very cool. It's about time. It's about time. So here is the story that Miss Stephanie alluded to earlier. It is Say It Isn't So, number three for this week. So it's a we, good one. <laughs> yeah. So we know that a ticket to Disney World can be pricey, especially if you're just going for one day, because you know the more days you go, the price decreases, which is a nice little perk. And I like I hope you're keeping that if you're listening, Disney. Don't get rid of that too. (laughs) Yeah. Recently, a couple snuck a school-aged child in a stroller into the parks. The family scanned themselves in and once down Main Street and without cast members seeing the family, they got their school-aged child out of the stroller. They posted a video of it to say that they were able to pull one over on Disney. And of course, social media went crazy. Uh, Many people had comments. Some were that they were ingenious and they were supporters of it, saying that, you know, Disney's prices were so high that they would do something like that. Or the lady that commented that she acted like her child was under three years old until they were five. 
just bragging on them. But then there were other people, of course, commenting, telling them that they should be ashamed because basically they're teaching their child that it's okay to steal as well as to lie about their age because they didn't pay for a ticket. And that poor child that they had to shove in that stroller because... So when Vicky says a stroller, clearly, like I have a stroller for my children, it was a pumpkin seat. Like one of the clicking ones. So they put her in this like pumpkin seat so it wasn't, and they put the, the top up and they put a blanket up so it was just kind of covering most of her face they had her sucking her thumb so she looked younger as well and then they put this blanket that kind of like draped over so her like feet were hanging over the pumpkin seat and had she had to be like oddly positioned so that her feet could hang down and they could act like it was just a blanket it was it was nuts i couldn't believe that they did that oh my gosh i don't think we should be shocked by anything I have, you know, said my kids are younger, like only one year younger when they were like six to get into certain things that I wouldn't at a park like that. And I definitely would not (laughs) put them in a pumpkin seat. (laughs) Lord. Guess what security will be doing now? Take the baby out, please. (laughs) No, just, I'm just, let me see your child. Because all they would have had to do was pull the blanket off and they would have been like, this kid is older than three. I don't know if she was school age, like maybe, maybe kindergarten. She wasn't like. Did you see her? Yeah. It said school age. That's why I was asking. Yeah. I, why I saw when they picked her up and lifted her out of there. I was like, oh my gosh. Like how old do you think she was? I think she was probably about five. Even still. The fact that they put her in a stroller, like a, a pumpkin seat stroller. I, that just got me. So what did they do with the stroller after <laughs> They used it, I think they used it like a wagon, like to carry their stuff around. Cause you just saw them like shoving the rest of their stuff in it and like, okay, time to go. Wow. Oh, come on people, you're ridiculous. Say it isn't so. Okay, so from November 8th to December 22nd, this is happy. You can take the most wonderful time of year at Magic Kingdom with the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This exclusive Walt Disney World Resort hard ticketed event combines Yuletide joy with your favorite Disney characters for a night you'll never forget. Remember, this is something that Gina has said, I'm doing it, right? Yep, we got our tickets. Yeah, well, good thing because tickets sell out every single year, but the first date to sell out isn't what you would think. Like the first night of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, but the second night of the party on October 10th is the one that sold out. November 10th. Sorry. November. What did I say? October. Oh, November 10th. You know, it's on mine. (laughs) Um, November 10th is the one that sold out. The tickets for this party range in price from $169 to $199. If you are interested in attending one of these epic parties, you need to reach out to one of us to help you get your tickets before they are sold out. Guys, there's nothing we can do once they are sold out. It is out of our hands. We have done our part in letting you know that they very likely and probably will be selling out. So just get them now. Do you know why that date was sold out? Why? Because it was one of the cheapest dates. I lo- that's the date I almost booked. Oh. But I booked the 11th. It was an, it ended up being like, I think it was like $10 more. There was a day. price difference between like a day? Yep. That's weird. 
Normally it's like week by week. My other friend is going on that day, Miss Gina, the same day as you. Yep. Yeah, she had asked me to check it out, but I hadn't seen that the tickets were on sale yet. And then I was doing the news and I was like, when did these go on sale? A while ago, I've had mine for almost two months. Why? I don't know how I missed that. Well, I have been really busy. Yeah, I don't know, school maybe. I bet it was the week that you were at Bartle Beach. Oh, really? Was when it came out. Maybe so. But um, yeah, we're going to the 11th. I almost picked the 10th, but we're doing Animal Kingdom and Epcot that day. And then we're doing Hollywood Studios in the morning on the 11th, and then the Halloween, or the Christmas party at, at 4. We're going to go at 4. <laughs> so Thursday on CNBC, the host of Squawk on the Street made an unfortunate slip of the tongue when mentioning a recent interview with Bob Chapek. Imagine that. He accidentally referred to him as what we do, Bob Paycheck. Oh. Before quickly correcting himself. While a nickname that is on many fans' minds, Bob Chapek is likely not a fan of being referred to with that name. That it may have been a quick slip of the tongue, it's a slip that has made the rounds on social media. While it is funny. It was certainly an unexpected introduction that will be remembered. But if you don't want to have that nickname, don't say Disney Plus is too cheap. <laughs> you can fix that, Mr. Bob. Exactly. I still can't believe they booed him at D23. I know. I mean, it, 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 as a CEO, you should think, hmm, why are these people booing me? Nope, he just kept on smiling and talking. Went on his merry little way. Yeah, he, he knows and he doesn't care. He's answering to his shareholders and that's just what he cares about. So then he cares about that pocketbook that's nicely padded, so. He'll have a nice retirement when he leaves, Disney. Hmm. So will we, we'll enjoy it when he's gone. Can we help him? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. So thank you for listening. We want to give a shout out to some of our loyal listeners. If there are more of you out there, feel free to text me. But these are the ones that I know that we hear from Angela and Lee in California and Matthew in Illinois. Travis is in Kentucky, I believe. Andrew is in Florida now. Crystal's in California. Virginia lives here in Missouri. Kelly lives in Missouri. Kathleen, which is my mom, she lives in Missouri. Ashley and Ben reside where, Miss Gina, Ohio? Tennessee. Tennessee, why am I saying that? So hello to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to reach out to us. We love to hear from our listeners. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you could just text us at 636-373-4497. And if you would like a free quote, you can contact Gina. Vicki or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497 or at yourstorytravel.com. You could simply go to the drop down and look for one of our names. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Stephanie talk with Ryan, Callie, and Cade about their recent trip to Disney World and Universal Studios. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapade Podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends.